Welcome to episode 29 of the Wedding Wisdom Podcast with Doug Winters. I am your host, Doug Winters. I had the pleasure of sitting down with event planner Carolyn Bender. The timing of our meeting was especially fortuitous because on the day we met, Carolyn was on the cusp of dropping her first installment of her brand new lifestyle blog, See Me, Believe Me, while she's also running the day-to-day details and challenges of her well-established, highly regarded company, Carolyn Bender Events. I caught up with Carolyn, or perhaps it was more accurate to say she was kind enough to squeeze me in for an hour or so to see how she's doing juggling <laughs> this brand new blog and the full-time job she has as uh, head of Carolyn Bender Events. You'll hear us talking a lot about Thanksgiving parties because this is the end of November and uh, she was, as we were recording this, she was in the middle of planning two rather large size Thanksgiving dinners for clients. So, uh, Carolyn, thank you so much for the time, for squeezing me in, and I hope you all enjoy it. So I, I kind of mentioned before, I do a lot of styling. I do a lot of personal touches, so to speak. So while it's only 48 people for Thanksgiving, and that's kind of a big Thanksgiving for some people, but it's yeah. nothing compared to a three, two, three, four hundred person wedding, you think in terms of size. But... It depends on, you know, there are million dollar weddings. There are simple weddings on the beach. There are whatever. But, you know, a two or three hundred person wedding, they might go to whatever the venue is. And there's a salad, a a chicken or a salmon or a lamb or a meat or whatever they're offering. And then there's a dessert. Even if there's an elaborate dessert table, you've got your band. You've got somebody like Doug Winters playing the music. (laughs) You've got a photographer there. Right. Somebody's going to make a speech and stuff. And. Maybe they have a photo booth. Maybe a lot of people are doing that these days. Maybe they give like a nice little party favor when you leave or something that's related to the bride and groom. You know, if they're from the South or something, maybe they give barbecue sauce with it was a hot night or I don't know, making this up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's kind of it. You know, there's a lot of dynamics of people. You got the mother of the bride. You got the mother of the guy. You, You got people to deal with. Right. But it's, I feel like you when I do a wedding like that, it's like kind of basic. Like we pick a menu. Yeah, that's true. We pick a tablecloth right. and we pick the flowers. We're not giving everybody an individual pumpkin and telling them where to sit out of five tables. We're right. not. Um, what else do we do? So this is a little more elaborate than going. I'm, even if you went to the Pierre, which is beautiful, or yeah. one of those hotels in the city or we're in Los Angeles or wherever you might have your wedding. Right. They have dishes there and everything. So this is in a home. And while they have a really nice home and nice stuff, I've rented everything. So I have a really amazing company called Borrowed Blue that is very upskilled. I have these beautiful dishes I'm getting from them. I have dishes, silverware, and glass, uh, a purple glass. Then I needed tables and I needed more glasses for the bar. And I so I went to Party Rental and my good friend Jim there took care of me. And um, I mean, I, I don't just use them. They're, I'm you know, I'm not paid by anybody. I have a good contact there that takes care of me, but I also have a great contact at um, at Broadway Party. Gail was like on it, you know. Yeah, so yeah. there's and there's this other great guy, something different. There are people all out there. It's just that that person has been doing that particular family for a long time. So we have a base order because we've had it for years. We have dishes coming from one place. We have um, a little lounge, so we have furniture coming. And I'm dealing today with like. The, how are you getting up the steps with the 500-pound cooler? We also have some entertainment that night that I'm not kind of at liberty to say. It's a named person. Right. 
um, doing a little like Broadway review. So there's a lot of little components and I go there and I set up for quite a few days. And because I used to be a caterer and this client was my originally, originally I was catering their, their dinner 17 years ago when I started with this family. Oh, wow. I was the caterer. So now we're 17 years later. I haven't cooked in many years because I've been an event planner now for like at least 12 years. But um, I did it for a while, just catered for them and no one else for many years. Mm. And then maybe three, four years ago, I was like, I'm, I don't cook your food anymore. I'm done. <laughs> so we have have had different people in the industry and, you know, colleagues of mine are doing it and um, they're going to cook the food. But it's funny because I got, you know, I said, here's your menu choices, you know, tell me what you want this year. And it's generally the same, uh, you know, Turkey. pretty much turkey dressing and sweet potatoes and like maybe we change okay it's not brussels sprouts this year it's gonna be a roasted butternut squash or whatever mm -hmm, right. sometimes we have a salad and sometimes we have soup or whatever you know one thing changes but the right. core stays the same so here's the third you know we're on a caterer this year and we get this guy's menu and he makes great food and i send the menu to the client i'm like okay tell me what you want you know of course you're having the turkey but we also have fried turkey and they wrote back, we don't want his herb dressing. You make your dressing. And we could get the sweet potatoes he has with the marshmallows, but then you also make your sweet potatoes with the pecan praline topping. And you're going to make a baked brie as well, right? Like, because I always had baked brie at the appetizer hour. And, and so I get a note back going, oh, you here, here are our choices to the caterer. And here's your list. Like, I didn't offer to make sweet potatoes, yeah, corvette yeah, dressing, yeah, yeah. and yeah. baked brie. I thought I was like, done, 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 you know, but I thought it was just comical. It was like, oh, it's just a given. I'm, I'm still making sweet potatoes. So that's really I'll funny. be making sweet but potatoes. But it's a compliment. That's a big It is compliment. a compliment. I just thought it was kind of funny. It was like, oh, my God. Could you really? just give them the recipe? <laughs> so, well, so actually, because as I mentioned to you off on the side, I'm starting this blog. Yes. Because... Why am I starting the blog? Well, because somebody thinks I'm making them sweet potatoes, you know, right. somebody, you know, I'm buying linens for their house. And today I went to pick up something and I, cause I was like, you need, you need tongs for your, yeah. I went to get them this morning before I saw you and I ran in there to get them and I saw another woman there. I ran in where? Uh, a store called Current Home in Scarsdale okay. who has, it's a retail store and I needed some like I just want spatula. people to get a sense yeah, I mean, of where you're going, how far you're going. Um, I go all get, over the place. Yeah. I mean, all over. Like, I actually ordered from a place online called Alchemy Home that does not have a physical existence. It's like oh, an okay. online retailer. And Alchemy Fine Home has beautiful, beautiful things for the home. Uh, Current Home is a place in Scarsdale that's a physical store. And they have beautiful, beautiful things, too. And that happens to be around the corner from my client. And my good friend does work there actually just, it's just easy. Cause I can text her and go, do you have 20 oh, cool. more of the purple candles? See these candles right here. I actually got those at curtain home, these twisty oh, yeah, thingies. Yeah, and I think they are so oh, cool. Are, you know, it looks like glass. They're so cool. That's actual I think. Candle? So I bought those in like an aubergine color for my, for my um, client. And so I wrote oh, my friend, out. my what is aubergine? aubergine is like an aubergine, like an eggplant. It's eggplant purple. purple. Okay. So that goes with my Thanksgiving <laughs> decor. And so I, because my friend works there, I texted her and Tracy, I need 20. Like, do you have, I didn't want to drive over there if they didn't have them. So right. she just put them aside and I ran over and paid for them and took them to the client. But while I was there, I saw another client who I had done a lot of little styling type things. So 
them always like, oh, I'm buying your napkins. Oh, I'm getting a spatula. Oh, I'm going to make you uh, sweet potatoes. Um, what music are we going to put on, Carolyn? Like, what playlist should I use? You know, like, there are all these lifestyle things yeah. that are not necessarily event planner responsibilities. Right, right. So I just decided I'm going to blog about this. I can't show you my clients Thanksgiving, you know, and I can't right. really go into detail of what I do and how much something costs in another person's party, but exactly. I could, I can style one for myself and then share my tips there. Like good idea. Take a pumpkin, you know, do whatever we, we, uh, so tell me a, how the, the form that this blog is, is going to take. It's, well, is that the see, see me, believe me, see me, believe me. So the Carolyn Bender events really, focuses on the actual event, the details, when I do invitations and stuff. See Me, Believe Me is more of a life, it's a, it, it's a lifestyle blog. So where does See Me, Believe Me live? It's, um, to search it, you won't be able to till Monday, but on okay. Monday, if you type in uh, www.cblifestyle.com, right. you'll get See Me, Believe Me. We had a little... CB as in Carolyn Bender. Exactly, but it's actually spelled, so See Me... Believe me. Is yes, C E M E M E B E A. Believe me, and it's a play on believe, and the word B, the name B, because right. my grandmother's name was Beatrice, and she was my grandma B. Oh, that's and great. And I don't know. I just have this thing for her, and she was always like encouraging. And you'll see it when you see my blog that how people are like, well, why do you think you're so good at this, or how'd you get into it, or what are you, whatever. So in 1981, when I was 17 years old, I made her a Mother's Day lunch. And I have the letter, which is the first blog at Post. Right. How did I get into this? And it was like, if I didn't see you make your dinner, I would wonder who catered it. And the table was so beautiful. And if I didn't see you decorate it, I would wonder where it comes. You know, blah, blah, blah. I love you. I love you. Granny B. So I've been cooking since I was like 15, 16 years old. When I was 15, I was baking. When I was 16 or whatever, 17, I decided to make duck for Thanksgiving one year. There was only four of us, but I made the duck. So I started cooking way back when. I was obsessed with fashion from the time I was like seven, and I was very into it then. So I actually went into fashion after college and um, worked in various capacities. And my last job was working in a fashion company, a big conglomerate, which is kind of equal. It was called Ancline 2. It's very oh, sure. much similar yeah. to what Theory is right now or Vince. I would say Theory is, is owned by the same person, quite frankly. Oh, it is. As okay. what Ancline 2 was. So I wear a lot of that, actually, still to this day. But um, I did a lot of merchandising and fashion, and I worked in the showroom, and my kids were born, and I ended up not um, in a town nearby the, where we are to now. now. When my kids were little, we moved there. Every single week, I had somebody over for dinner. Like, literally, I mean, every week, it was like, you know, I'm thinking we just had Halloween, and somebody was, like, talking about it. And, like, my, I had an empty basement. It was ugly and disgusting. And certainly the first year, I just put <laughs> cobwebs all over it. I decorated it. I mean, we probably had 25 kids and 50 adults, and everybody ate dinner at my house and then trick-or-treated from my house. And oh, wow. it was like a Steven Spielberg movie when you opened up the front door. <laughs> <laughs> just we had a good street for trick-or-treating yeah so from day one it was like uh, every birthday parties out the wazoo you know like oh uh, uh, make your own tie-dye shirt with 70s whatever i don't know we we were so yeah. it was always all this entertaining stuff and one thing led to another i started catering and then i was decorating everyone's home and i started doing styling 
so it leads me now to almost 20 years later since the day I started this and, you know, made a little LLC out of my catering business. Right. That I feel like I have a lot of knowledge to give and I'm watching other people out there and not to undercut or undersell anybody, but I see a lot of people who are, you know, styling their house and you go and you see a picture and they have gold pumpkins this week and next week they have silver Christmas balls and these women keep taking these pictures and I do that day in and day out because that's my job. Right. And just I've always I've always been, I think, in touch with what was current trends, things that are related to food, fashion, decor and lifestyle. So when you say my job, you're really talking about the lifestyle blog come to life. Well, the lifestyle blog is all your it's all my past pulled into one because I was a caterer. I was worked in fashion. Right. Um, and I was really pretty good at it, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty good at, like, I used, I was a personal shopper before I worked in the garment industry. And I would, like, 23 and dressing executive women from, like, law firms and stuff. And, oh, I mean, wow. I mean, this is way back when. This is 25 years ago. And people would come in. And I, I worked at a thing called Macy's by Appointment. And these, Macy's is not what it was when I was there. It was couture clothing and right. very high end. And so I lived in Atlanta in those days. And... At that point in life, Macy's was divided between New York, the South, and San Francisco, and there were different components, and each had executive offices, and I worked directly for the executive offices. I reported to somebody who was in the store I worked in, and I was in a corporate executive store, and there were a lot of offices around me, and like 23, 25, and um, people would come in, and I would do their whole wardrobe. I mean, these women who were 40, 50, whatever, and you know, they would drop like $10,000 and I was, I was doing their everything. I would, people would travel and I would send clothes to New York or whatever it was, dress them head to toe and everything. Wow. And, um, in retrospect, I didn't know even what West, like I had one client who was from Westchester as a matter of fact, but I would like mail clothes there because I think her mother lived right. I don't even, I, I and you were in the South remember. at the time. I was in the South at the time. Okay. Yeah. And, um, one day, they were like, you got to come to the meeting. You got to cut. They'd have these meetings in the store, you know, Macy's. like, yeah, you'd have like a whatever, like this week is, for instance, Elizabeth Taylor dropped a perfume when I was working there. So because I was the personal shop, something diamonds? like that. Yeah. So they were like, set up your dressing room for her, pick out like nice things. She's going to want to walk by and pick things out. And I was like, okay, I had all this like current stuff and I did whatever. And they're like, Elizabeth Taylor wants pantyhose. You've got to go to the ho- hotel. It was, I think it was Ritz Carlton across the street. And they whisked me in and I had like, they asked for this one, whatever they asked for. And I was taken into this like big suite. It was like the presidential suite. There was clothes everywhere and shoes everywhere. <laughs> it was like one person. She was sitting at her dressing table. And I'm like, hi, I was told that you need this, you know, this pair of pantyhose. And I had taken two. I took I took control top, not control top. I took black, I took white. You know, I like made sure it was covered. And she's like, okay, thank you. I go, is there anything else I could get you? And she's like, well, I'd really like one of these Lancome lipsticks or whatever it was. I was like, anything else? And so I was like, ran back. I got the, you know, you had to do a lot of stuff to get it out of the store. And I'm just, All of a sudden you and I'm just like standing in Liz Taylor's, you know, dressing room. And I'm like, here you go. Here's your t- lipstick. Okay, thank you very much. And apparently... I sold more clothing than any other personal shopper in all of Atlanta. Wow. And they were giving me an award. I got like a $200 gift certificate (laughs) towards my Macy's credit card or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, all right. I guess I'm doing okay. You know, so I I sold a lot of clothes is my point. Um, And I had that fashion background. And then I started into food, which developed into 
parties, which developed into decorating. Um, and, you know, this was kind of like, I went to somebody's house for a party, and she's like, which fabric do you like for my chairs? You know, I was like, <laughs> okay. Fast forward, it came to me somewhat in the summer. I was looking at Instagram and whatever, and then I have, like, a client writing me going, Carolyn, what table should I rent for Passover? Which napkin do I use with that plate? Um, hey, I'm downtown looking at some art with my husband in Chelsea. Where do you think we should eat? And I'm like, because I, I did live there, to be, yeah, to be yeah. honest, okay. and they know I'm into food. So, And then I had a client that's a little bit out. It's like a year away, but she was asking me something about, you know, like maybe what restaurant did you say you liked in L.A. or something like that? And I was like, you know what? I think that there's something to this. I think yeah. that sometimes it gets stuck in, you know, a party, planning a party has a start, a middle, and a finish. And there's some frustrating parts to it because sometimes it's all based on money and sometimes it's not. And there's different personalities. And, and generally, I love what I do. I love creating something. Um, I just came from a meeting. I'm sorry I was late to you. That's um, <laughs> okay. We were talking about an invitation. And... We kind of jumped the gun. While it's my fourth party with this woman, I had told the vendor who does the invitations to give me place cards, table numbers, and menus. And she came with a proposal, and the client's head I thought was going to explode a little while ago. She's like, but we're not there yet. What do you mean? How do, how, you already decided what I'm having. I said, I didn't decide what you're having. I just see a big picture right now. Right. And you need all these things. I thought we were okay to just move forward on it. Um, and so I'm sort of felt like the blog was a way for me to just keep expressing my creativity and do it on my own terms. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah, oh, totally. And hopefully people will find it interesting. Um, I feel like I support a lot of lifestyle places and, you know, maybe, you know, I'd love to collaborate with somebody on something. I, I think I mentioned to you once before that my dad had a business like a Bed Bath & Beyond uh, kind of ABC type of thing where right. – we had placemats or we'd have the candlesticks and we had draperies. These are these were made because they had to be made to fit these windows. But you could walk into my dad's store and buy draperies. Or right. You could buy okay. towels and stuff. And so I have a lot of that experience. And it's just fun. I mean, I see a lot of stuff out there. And while somebody is amazing at designing wedding dresses, it baffles me that they could be designers of towels at the same time. <laughs> And no offense to them, they have great style, right? They have great style, these people. Yeah. And they know how to set a table. And listen, somebody who designs rooms definitely has good taste in music. You know, I would say a create, I'm not, I don't want to, I shouldn't say that exactly. Like, let's just say in your industry, you're around enough creative people. Yeah. You're a music guy. Right. But like you had walked into the event we did together and you're like, these are really nice flowers. Like they don't just go in one ear and out the other right. with you oh, because no, no, you we're all, everything. we're surrounded by all of it. Like I'm not very good with lighting, but right. I get the big picture because it's part of an event. And right. I think if you're into food, fashion, decor, or music, usually you have a little bit of crossover and reference and information and style or, knowledge about another part of the creative industry. Right. Sure. You know, so not everybody's into food, obviously, but you know, somebody who's really into food, probably a lot, you know, they're, they, they say a lot of chefs are really into music. 
And I think that that's part of lifestyle too, that um, people don't realize that part, but that's my finesse is that it's five o'clock. We should have some kind of like vibey music going on right now. And you yeah. believe it or not, once, if you get the right one, you don't even know that you're, what it's done to you. It just but it's like, changed the atmosphere in the it room. It has. And that's why if you walk into a room and all these candles are set or it smells really good because you got the right scents in the right areas, that's the mood. And, you know, that's what I'm good at doing is setting a mood and setting the lifestyle pieces, you know. Um, and we did a beautiful Thanksgiving shoot last week and I know where to get all this stuff. We happen to have some very expensive things from a few vendors. And I do realize, you know, people can't just go buy these dishes. But, you know, I, I, I know that you can go to Pottery Barn and get an alternative. And so that's part of the blog is oh, okay. offering expert advice. Like, um, forgot, somebody else asked me something else. Oh, I got, I, got a, I got a text yesterday from a little girl. Not little anymore. She's in her, like, second or third year of college. I did the kids' bar mitzvah, bas mitzvah. I did her sister's bus mitzvah, so I've done three for this family. Wow. Hi, Carolyn. I see you're really busy because she follows me on Instagram. She's like, I love the last party, blah, blah, blah. I'm in charge of the something, something at my sorority house, and I need to get some entertainment. And we used to have the pancake guy come, and he's not available this year. <laughs> Do you have any good ideas for me for great entertainment for my sorority house spring formal? And she goes to watch. She goes to a great school, Washington University. Right. She's in charge. She's the president of her. You know, she she was actually my intern also for a little while, and you know, she's a sharp girl. And I'm like, see me, believe me. She wants to know what I think is a good idea. So I wrote her and said, go look at. Uh, I actually told her to look at Michael Cervelli's hot list because he's always got a new crafty guy right, here and there. Right, right, right. And that was my advice. I was like, because you're in St. Louis, I'm not sure who is. Go First of all, she's got a budget that's like next to nothing, so I could give her a thousand ideas. You're but right, exactly. I don't know it's who she's college, getting in yeah. college in my her budget. So I, you know, I think I'm called upon for advice. Right. So this is, you know, I'm hoping that the, the lifestyle blog will be, we do have a Thanksgiving um, table up. We have um, a couple of recipes that are in there. I've been making pumpkin muffins for 20 years what now. What was that one thing that, that someone said that they just assumed that you were going to make? It sounded unbelievable. Sweet potatoes and cornbread dressing and baked brie cornbread, for what I'm making. Cornbread dressing. Yeah, and I had to, so I had to physically write the recipe because we put it into the blog um, because I'm here I am not catering and I'm catering the cornbread dressing. Right. And I don't really have a recipe, but you've it been was, doing it on your own. I've been doing it for, tw I've been doing it for my whole, since you're for, 15. Yeah. Like, yeah. like 30 years, I've probably made this stupid thing. Um, and I, there's not a real recipe. Now, grandma be my grandmother who the website, I mean, the blog is somewhat model, Devoted, devoted to, to. Okay. dedicated. That's a much better. Word. Okay. Um, she's not the one that made that dressing. It was my other grandmother, Mamma, who really kind of had this cook, like old fashioned Southern. And I just kind of there was never. I never saw a written recipe, but it has um, cornbread, and then it has like good white bread brioche. Because there was this grocery in Memphis called Cecil's, and they had this very good white bread. So 
in current day, I substituted ocean, you know, the stuff that's in it. And I, so I had to like physically write this down. Boccaccio was typing it into the blog and I'm like, I don't even know how much, you know, like I just oh, kind of. can't say one cup full or. So I made you know. it. And ironically, my good friend, Tracy Lee, who lives up here in Westchester, she's from Arkansas. She goes, I get this text. I, she's like, I need a cornbread dressing recipe. I go, are you serious? Like, there's like some, I think this must be like fate that I go, yeah. I've never written it down before. And I wrote it down today, which was yesterday. Oh, that's a To put it in the blog. I'm like, go make it. You know, like yeah. I, I'm cracking up that like, how weird is that? That like all of a sudden my other Southern friend is asking me for cornbread dressing. When I finally write it down after 30 years, I'm making it all these times and it's going to go in the blog. So it was just funny that like she wants me to give her a recipe for cornbread dressing. The client wants me to make it. So that's in the blog, you know, right, just right, stuff right. that I think maybe people want to know. Maybe they don't. You can tell and me you to go have such jump an in a lake if that's what you want. But And you also have such an interesting background in the sense that, you know, like if you're from Chicago, you might go away to school and end up back in Chicago. Or, you know, if you're from New York, you, like I did, I was in New York, went to Boston, mm -hmm. came back. and But you grew up in Memphis, mm -hmm. which is so distinct. I mean, there's certain places like Memphis, New Orleans, Dallas, you know, mm -hmm. they have their own lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, and then you bring that to New York. My Southern hospitality in New York style. I had been coming here uh, about ten, 10 years old. My dad started bringing me when he was here for business. So I was, I was coming here like twice a year. And, you know, from day one, it was like, it was just like, I loved it. And it was, it wasn't like a grand plan, but it was sort of always like in the back of my mind, like I should be in New York, but how am I getting into New York? And and then, so I went to school in Boston for a minute and went back to Memphis and worked for my family. And I was, I just never, I love being from there and I might get some heat for this, but I love being from there. I'm very proud of it. I use a lot of what I grew up with. I use a lot of there's so much that I think is important that Southern, like writing a thank you note and, and things and entertaining. I'm sorry I wasn't here to give you like a really proper no, little and, snack and just being gracious and like you would Southerner. Tell me that, you would tell me last time that like if someone would leave after dinner, like you'd be literally give them a, a Yeah, basket. like a little cute something to go. But, you know, yeah. um, but I didn't want to spend the rest of my life there. And I once had a friend kind of give me a hard time about that. She's like, like kind of was nasty to me about well you left and like like I said you know you're talking to me like I'm it was rude of me to leave that wasn't my plan <laughs> yeah. you want to live here you live here it doesn't work with my situation I'm happy to be from here but um I honestly I don't think that I would be able to create what I've created in my parties living there and do right. I want to live in New York the rest of my life? I don't know. Who knows yet? You know, I really do like the West Coast, as I mentioned to you. I'm there fairly often. I've got one child out there. My boyfriend has kids out there. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah. I really like being from there. I think it. I think there's a lot of value, and I think that there's a lot of special stuff about it. Um, I go back often, and, you know, it's uh, – I, I don't know. I ended up here, and, you know, we'll so see. So when you were working for Macy's, Macy's by appointment, that, that was, was Atlanta. in Atlanta. That was Atlanta, and I started working. And how far is Atlanta from Memphis? Uh, like seven hours driving or more. I don't even know. Okay, but so you would move I lived to in Atlanta. Atlanta for seven years. And oh, okay. when I was at Macy's, I 
I ended up leaving Macy's to work for Ann Klein, but I lived in Atlanta working for them way back when people were staged around the country. Sure, because these were a large and, enough companies. Yeah, so I did a lot of stuff, Tennessee, Georgia, South Carolina, and then I would work in the showroom in New York, and I eventually moved here to work in the showroom and then started my adult life here, getting married and having kids and stuff like that. So, And that's been... Um, I've been here 20, almost 28 years now. Yeah, you so. have absolutely no Southern accent, by the way. I do sometimes. Depends on who I'm talking to. <laughs> so, um, yeah, you know, we uh, events grew and grew, and but all this stuff kept happening, and it. I think with social media, it kind of sparked me to say, I'm going to do this blog and see what happens, and so that's kind of no, that's exciting. My, that's net, perfect timing. It literally starts. And, yeah, we'll see what happens. On we, Monday, we right a, before Thanksgiving. We got a lot of, like, weird today, just actually out of nowhere today. We um, got so many followers. I don't know what it was. It's random. And the blog or yeah, the Instagram? Like, uh, well, the blog has the started. Blog. No, no, sorry. Yes, the Instagram feed, which will now, actually, I think I might have posted a little teaser today. Um, I've been working on it all afternoon, and I've been in appointments. And, um, but... A lot of interest, I guess, because we we highlighted um, our Thanksgiving table, which is part of the blog. Right. That's going to be seen on Monday. If you want to go see it, um, it's not, and it's not a thousand percent where I'd say it's going to be, mm-hmm. but it's going to be. Oh, of course, it's, it's going to be published. I should say. Yeah. And so, because you we posted a lot of the pictures yesterday that David Heckler took, uh, Arthur Field from David Heckler's office took these beautiful. Pictures. This table was loaded. You had, you said you mentioned you'd seen it. Yeah, I'd and this seen was it. loaded with the hair in China and the stuff from Current Home and Red Bliss placemats and the flowers from Paul at Spina were. I think they were my most favorite flowers I've ever seen, um, and they were just gorgeous. And these are a little bit dying, but I think they look kind of cool. My big magnolia leaves, <laughs> which I think huge. that was like a. I think that Is was that what like a, magnolia. Leaves? Those are magnolia leaves. I think that was like a little thing to my southern heritage. My grandmother had like a magnolia tree in her yard. Um, so grandma B, uh, yeah, grandma, we, well, grandma B didn't have the magnolia tree. Mammal had that one, but mammal, mammal, mammal and grandma B. Uh, now you're talking Southern. Well, this is really exciting. I, I feel I like we're here so. on the cusp of the, of the and, see and me, believe me. Just, like right now we're inundated in holidays. Um, I know yeah. this is a oh, wedding yeah, sure. podcast, but right now we are inundated in Thanksgiving. Yeah, we'll and come back in January, February later, to talk about weddings. We are inundated as Carolyn Bender events. I am smashed with um, two holiday parties and a really nice bar mitzvah. And that's going to happen all in December. And um, then in January, we have some like cold weather situation things to blog about. Um, but I do intend like spring, I would say like, I'm not, I think it's planned for like March-ish, March, April. You know, a lot of people get engaged over New Year's Eve, I'm told. Yes. It's a big engagement yeah. thing, Christmas, New Year's. Christmas, yeah. Um, so kind of, we expect like, a, I expect sort of. Some, Valentine's Day? Val- yeah, between like Christmas to Valentine's Day. I kind of yeah. think there's going to be like a lot of bridal influx. And so, you know, we kind of have a like bridal issue planned for like March to May. Is I, I I don't know exactly when it's. Well, we'll come be. back for that for sure. Yeah, so I'm I my plan is I hope that a couple of my good friends who are in the business can talk to me about trends in color for spring weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, Spina Bride has 
like the most new and upcoming designers in um, wedding dresses. I know, you know, there's a million different places, but, um, you know, I plan to do a visit there and um, probably take, you know, a possible bride to maybe be your model to try on some styles because these are, he, Paul, uh, Spina Bride has quite a few very, uh, they have exclusives with people that, like, I don't even know everybody's name because they're so, so new. Yeah. You know, there's always still Vera Wang and, and um, Monique Lulaire and all the big names, right. but he's got some interesting things. And, you know, I'm hoping that we'll do a highlighted wedding section where, you know, wedding dress trends, color trends with, like, some of the decor guys like Paul at Spina um, events or David Beam or Ed Libby, um, Bob and Bob Conti and Ed Libby. Right. do amazing gorgeous weddings and I'm hoping that some of those guys yeah these will guys talk are all like about household names yeah. in this industry um I'm hoping they'll talk to us about some color trends and then I actually just I was not on a wedding meeting but I was just at a meeting with DC Johnson of DC New York and they do crazy magnificent invitation and she you know really styles to the bride and groom you know really? she does like international stuff and they have an Indian heritage and I mean stuff is crazy like invitation that like has you open it up it looks like a gate because it's resembled to that I'm going blank a big um um like Gatsby-esque place oh. in Long Island you know what I'm talking about sure I think it'll I think it's going to be fun to have like a little wedding scenario my I think that May is too late because people who are really interested in you know it might be March I hope We'll see. But the whole month will sort of be dedicated to weddings. Right. And, you know, maybe it's like, what is, you know, you'll tell me what, what's the hottest song right now. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What's the best song for your first dance? Um, you know, maybe 10 first dance choices. Um, you know, what's an alternative for DJ? And, you know, not every I do get it. Not everybody can afford you. So... You know, DJ is not a bad way to go because you do get the coverage. So I right. want to hit on that stuff. And I want to interview if, if you have if you're friends with a with a DJ, I'd like to interview yeah, someone definitely. who does exactly what I do, but on the other side. Right. So you know, I think that's definitely like a whole month um, that's going to come up, yeah. and uh, it'll be wedding related. And you know, maybe maybe we can talk then about everything that's on it, wedding related. Oh, the absolutely. trends are purple and green and green and white. And, you know, if you were in the country, we could do yellow and khaki. And if you were at the beach, we could do aqua with white, you know, something like that. So that's, that's, that's March. So when you go to someone's house, when you're not working, do you find yourself looking at every little thing and saying, uh, mm. yes and no. I, I don't want people to think, you know, people don't like having me over for dinner and it's, <laughs> I find people are very intimidated to have me over like they didn't do it nice enough or they, maybe the food's not what I don't, I really don't care. Right. I love being a guest and I couldn't care less what your is on your table. I couldn't care less what you're serving me yeah. as long as like I can eat it, you know, like I don't want to eat pork chops, but you know, whatever. I, I mean, just as long as like there's a glass of wine and I get to sit down, I'm so happy yeah, that nice I didn't have and... to like, clean it up and do <laughs> you don't whatever. Have to it, you don't have to clean so it up. So I don't, I don't, it's hard. So I notice everything, but I'm not ever critiquing going to someone's house because I'm not, I'm not looking to judge you or what you're doing. No, of course not. But like I was in Miami last weekend 
and every little thing there. Yes, I'm in the restaurant. I'm at the one hotel and I am looking at how they place the ottoman and the texture of the rug is like, I love, they had everything is very, you know, um, natural, white, whatever. And I'm looking at, um, I actually posted a picture of it because I very much appreciate it. I ordered a glass of wine. I'm waiting for Richard in the lobby. And um, the coaster was sort of natural, but it said drink up on it. You know how many times I put drink up on so many things? Yeah. And I was so appreciative of that. It was such a good time. You know, I was like, ah, it's Friday night. It's 830. I'm waiting for him to get in from the airport. And I'm like, this is a Friday. This is a good little thing on Friday night. Yeah. Drink up. It was just a yeah, cute a nice little, little touch. touch. Yeah. Um, you know, they they gave a nice little snack with it. Like you need to get a snack with your wine. So you do see the small. Oh, thing, all that. All the detail. I don't ever look at other people. I don't walk in somebody's oh, house okay. and yeah. go pick it apart. I'm not. I'm not that kind of. I'm not critiquing or judging anybody else, mm -hmm. but. I'm very appreciative that I got to be taken to this really nice hotel in Miami. And and then I went to meet an old friend in Bell Harbor. And so walking through the stores, yes, I'm looking at every little thing in the store. I'm looking at how um, Neiman's puts the menu on their thing in the luncheon place. You know, I'm looking at... Oh, wow. Um, uh, where were we? We were just in a place kind of like a Houston's, like eating dinner one night with friends. And just the way they like bring the salad dressing on the side in this little pouring thing instead of a metal cup, just like small things that, right. that You'll mean notice a lot. That. Um, but I never, I don't, anybody can have me over. I'm not going to ever look at your China or say your food was bad or anything. So I'm very, I'm very um, cautious to say that. Um, yes, so do you find somebody, yourself taking ideas? Like when you go to a fancy restaurant in LA oh, or absolutely, in Miami? Or absolutely. You know, but I think we're both surrounded by it all the time and day yeah. to day. And we're, we're, I mean, we kind of work in the center of the universe, basically. You know, yeah. we are in New York and so much starts here. But the look is very different in L.A. It's it's very different. It's a very different feel. It's a different vibe. So, you know, everything's a little different there, too. But, but that's good, too, because what I see there now is great for a Hampton party in the summer. You know, oh, right. So, okay. Um, I was in London, um, in August and we had tea one day and just that little, I don't know, there's something about like they had a little rose on the way the little tray came and that was just like a nice little extra. It wasn't just tea. It was I, know what you're I know what you're saying. And that just yeah. looked a lot better with one rose on the tray. Yeah. The one rose made a difference. Yeah. And uh, it's like somebody cared to do that. Yeah, they're just some small little things. Just everything. The place we went for tea, I can't even remember the name of it at the moment, but um, it had black and white striped cushions with teal um, pillows. And that was the outside of the entry of this hotel. Um, it was in Kensington. It was just this kind of off the beaten track, like not a big name hotel, but kind of a nice hotel. Mm -hmm. And the color combination of teal white. The black and white stripes with the teal was a great color combination. Yeah, you seen, wouldn't think you know, of that. So, you know, that's absolutely running a party. So the inspiration comes from food, fashion, decor, and lifestyle. Like walking down the street. New York gives me a lot of inspiration. A food, lot. fashion, decor, lifestyle. Yeah, okay. That's sort of our subtitle. This kind of goes back to, you know, being in New York because we're with, we are surrounded by really amazing people at all times. Yeah. And talented and 
you can be, there are talented people everywhere, don't get me wrong, but so much of the creativity really is here in New York. You know, not everybody can afford these high, high end people. I got that. Mm-hmm. Get it. Yeah. But you know what? If you're in Des Moines, Iowa, or you're in Memphis, you know, you can certainly look at a picture of a beautiful party. It might not be in your budget, but that's also what I'm trying to do on the blog is kind of tell you how you can use it in your life and where you can get it or how you can use it in Dallas, Texas, or Memphis, or if you live in I don't know, Kansas City, Missouri. Well, <laughs> that's yeah, worldwide web. Like, yeah, I mean, honestly, we 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 um did the Thanksgiving shoot, but we have like alternatives that you could buy this plate at Crate and Barrel and they ship to anybody in the United States. And it's not really that expensive of a plate, you know? Um, There's a glass on world market that represents the glass we got from the rental company. I want to say they were only like $14, $15, which is, you know, not a lot for what it looked like. Right. You can go on. Everything is Amazon. Everything's online now. So Amazon is taking over the world. um, My Thanksgiving table which we're doing on Thursday for the client. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have all these blue and white dishes that Paul is going to pick up tomorrow and fill them with flowers. And they were all bought on Amazon. Um, like five of them were bought in Home Goods, which is pretty good prices. Right. So, you know, I'm hoping that you see, while the flowers, I can't say the price, but they are expensive. Right. But you could go get these blue and white vases yourself on Home Goods or, or on Amazon if you want to duplicate the table in Montana wherever you are. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I'm hoping, hoping people like my style and taste. And so the Instagram is see me, believe me. The C M E B E A B E A. Okay. Believe me with a B E A. So see me, believe me, but believe it's spelled B E A. So see me, believe me is our Instagram account. And right. the blog is see me, believe me, but the, the, site address you type in is um cb lifestyle just carolyn bender like cb cb lifestyle.com and yeah so i think monday you can type it in and see it right there um that is so exciting there's not a lot of posts yet but there's quite you know there's the there's the about and how did we get here and uh there's thanksgiving um it was kind of how we're trying to address seasons and entertaining basically yeah. and the different like right now it's thanksgiving and how we set the, the walkway coming up with a lot of lanterns and where you could get those yourself and um the thanksgiving blog and then there's one more with some cooking tips so you know there'll be a lot of little cooking things here and there because i do so much of that little stuff so so this will be seasonal or weekly or monthly um, daily? i can't promise you it's going to be a weekly blog but the goal is yes, once a week on Fridays we'll post. Right now, it's it's definitely more than seasonal. It um, and once you get started, you don't yeah, know. Yeah, once until we get started, started I, be, I I think that we'll have a post every other week for now um, until the first of the year, and then probably it, I'm hoping it will be once a week. But you know, we gotta. I think by spring we'll be into the weekly session. Um, there will also be like a monthly, like a monthly picks. In January, it's kind of going to be a little bit beauty related and and based on the weather, because not everybody lives up here. But man, my hands are so dry right now; I can't stand it. Yeah, I know. I know. And just really bad. And uh, I just ordered some products that I haven't tested yet from a girl in California. That are um, I do a lot of yoga, and I'm always like achy, especially after a party. <laughs> like every 
So I've got some stuff to test that I'm going to test this weekend. It's a detox bath and a milk bath and oh wow, some oil that is like kind of like, I feel like it's fancy Bengay. I don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to try that because right now my everything hurts. Um, so in January, there'll be like a little section on, there'll, there'll be a monthly pick. Like the picks for December will be based on, it's the holidays basically. Right. Right. They're going to be totally stuff that relate to entertaining and Christmas and New Year's and Hanukkah and, you know, just maybe a gift idea or two. January, it's going to be a little more beauty-based just because mm-hmm. I know that now already because we're in the process of working on it. Um, and then, like I said, in spring, it's that month, and I can't say which month it is yet, but right. it's going to be very wedding-based. Right. These are your the top songs, right. you know, which I'd love for you to give me. Oh, I'd um, be delighted. The, the top picks for, or top suggestions for entering the room. Yeah. In this room. Um, you know, maybe like a travel agent person that can direct you to um, honeymoon sites, that kind of thing. Just so that month there'll be only wedding. Yeah. It's going to be, it's kind of like my top 10. We're going to have a oh, top right, 10 sure. per okay. month. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure if we're calling it exactly that, but it's basically my top 10 list. And then December, it'll be based on the holidays. And then March or April, it's going to be based on weddings. Right. So it, there's going to be a top 10 list um, every month. I can say that for sure. Yeah. So in February, it might be a, a Valentine situation, you know, like some ideas, you know, a recipe you can make or something you can buy or whatever. So. Cool. I have to get through my parties. First. This is exciting. You should you should see your face. I swear to God, you're like bubbling. Like. Well, I I feel like my head explodes with ideas, so I might as well put them to paper. But yeah, my head thinks fast. Like this is exciting. Can work. So CB lifestyle. CB lifestyle will take you to the blog. Hopefully, we'll bring some joy to some people and bring some happiness. Like yeah, at my when I was when I've been doing parties for years, you know, my goal is. I do your party. I hope you think it's one of the top 10 days of your life. It's your bar mitzvah, your wedding, your 60th birthday, your 50th birthday. I hope that I have always wanted the event I did for whoever, Betty Lou or 13-year-old kid. (laughs) I hope they think that was one of the top 10 days of my life. I've always, that's kind of always been my like MO. Yeah. And so, you know, I hope that this will bring you something, not your top 10 day, but I hope it'll bring you you know, things are not so great everywhere. There's a lot of bad stuff going on in the world. And yeah. sometimes it's very frivolous to be in our industry while somebody has lost their home. I know. And somebody else Look is really, California right now. Somebody's really sick. You went to dance one night and then you didn't come home. There's just a lot of stuff that's upsetting to me. Yeah, sure. So here we're trying to, you know, and people are spending tons of money, but they're people who are homeless. So I know, it's there's, crazy. It's all relative, yeah. and yet I just hope that, you know, some days it doesn't feel right to be in this business when, when you know, there's so much. There's a lot of yeah. misery going on, and there's just a lot of stuff. But I'm hoping that, you know, um, I'm actually, I'm talking all over the place, but I'm actually working, I'm hoping that I'm going to do like a little wellness day here one day. Um, there's a woman who, this is part of lifestyle, but I found I saw her on Instagram and I've met her here in New York. She's from this area, but she lives in California and I've, I've gone to her in California. Her name's um, Susie 
and her Instagram and her company is called The Copper Vessel, and she does sound bath. And I've been to Unplugged Meditation in L.A. while she gave a class. I went to Venice Beach a month ago to a class on the beach laying in the sand. Next week, she's going to be in Greenwich visiting her family for the weekend. So she's doing three in Greenwich, and I'm going up to Greenwich to do one of her sound baths. Now, so what is a sound bath? She has these bowls and they ring them and I, I'm not, I can't, I don't want to say it wrong. So I don't want to say, right. it, but it all I know is right, it's corny. a great meditation. It's a great relaxation. Um, there's like kind of a little bit of Reiki and I don't know if people believe in this or not. You know, I might sound flaky, dakey, flaky or whatever. No, what was that word? Uh, the Reiki. Yeah. Reiki. Well, Reiki is a, I'm not. Oh, R-E-I-K. Yeah. You know, it's a meditative. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm hoping in the winter when it's pressing and cold, you know, we're, I'm hoping I'm going to get her back here to do a little something. Or maybe when I'm out in L.A., I'll do the post out there. I don't know yet. Yeah. But um, every time I've told somebody, they're like, I want that. Like, you know, we need to rest sometimes. We have a very crazy industry, and it's very stressful. And my, the only way I'm able to stay in it is to balance it. And whether you're in our event industry or you got a lot, whatever, everybody's stressed. And I see it, people not in my industry, but they're stressed by, I'm just making this up. They're stressed by their divorce or they're stressed by their kid who's got a problem or they're stressed by a parent who's ill or their job is demanding. And I'm a But these are things that would have happened anyway. Yeah, but I'm a very big believer in like, it's changed my life to do yoga and it's changed my life to meet somebody like her. So, you know, that's part of the lifestyle thing. I want to share that. I don't do not profess to be a wellness expert by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, when I went to a class with her, I met another woman and I bought some oil and she's like a wellness person. And so I search for that on my own personal stuff. I'm not by any means an expert in that, but under lifestyle, you know, I want, I have a couple friends in the industry. I'm going to invite them over when she's here next time and do the, the sound bath with me because they could use it too. I want to share oh, it wow. is what, so the blog will. It's so not, sound bath, you literally it like in you're a You're laying room. down and you can do it alone or she does and classes. And they have these things where you like. It, like it you, looks like beautiful bowls and they bring them. They, they bring them like the yeah. tops. And so it. it's yeah. sound movement and then you kind of go into a little trancey state and it's kind of like a rest. That's I don't know. cool. I'd love to. Sometimes do that. it works better than others, and some, you know. But so the point is, it's very hard to turn off when you do what we yeah. do, or you do, or you work in uh, arbitrage, or you work in uh, exactly. hedge funds. I mean, where you're dealing with billions of dollars and other people's money, and there's so much pressure, and it's and incredible. You know, I told it to somebody else. I can't. I'm not going to use names in our industry. Very high up and very big and. We deal with demanding people. We deal with a lot of money. We deal with, they want it to be perfect. Yep. I deal with people who run Goldman Sachs. You know, you gotta, I gotta operate. Like I'm on Goldman Sachs when I'm doing a party. Right. I'm on it, on it. We can't, you know, I'm dealing with some corporate clients now. There's no room for error. You know, I give my, my assistant a hard time. They didn't capitalize something. And I'm not by no means any math or, or English expert. But we can't send a piece of paperback that's not written properly. You know, um, it's got to be just right. We're at the top of our industry, and they expect it to be perfect. And yeah, and it's really hard to operate on Goldman Sachs level in a five star capacity and be all chill. 
Because it's not chill. It's not, <laughs> not chill. chill. You no. saw me run in here and it's it's craziness and yeah. nobody knows the behind the scenes. Um, we did take some footage of that setting up the table for Thanksgiving and we're going to do that at a party soon with my friend Eddie from um, Stewart Productions is going to film it. But there's a lot that goes into this to make this right. Um, and it gets really stressful and we're here to do that. That's our job. Whether you work at, you work at Burger King, you know, got to know what's on the Big Mac type of thing. You mm -hmm. got to, you work at Bloomingdale's, you have to know how the jeans fit in the jean department. And we have to be experts at what we do if we want to be the best at it. And I want to do my best. And I know you do your best because yeah. I've seen you. And so it's hard to be running Goldman Sachs and be like, oh, I'm all chill. It's hard to be you yeah, know, you doing really an 800 be. person party. You can't, you can't. And be. just be like laissez faire about it. Listen, I love creating these parties. I really do. But the, the um, blog is sort of an extension of that. Yeah all the experience I've had and the stuff I've done from food, fashion, decor, and lifestyle, because I was a caterer and the planner. You've done it I've all. Been, I've been the entertainer. I've been, I've done the clothing. And um, now I'm not, I'm not getting deep into wellness by any means, but right. I think at this point in my life, I'm in a great state and the balance I found by, you know, hopefully that, that detox bath is going to work really well this weekend. Right. So I don't have an event tomorrow. Oh, you have to let me know how that is. So, yeah, I'm going to, if it's good, I'm going to tell everybody about this stuff. You know, like, trust me. I listen. I think Mr. Well, that's Bubble, the beauty of having your own blog is that you could drop a post anytime you want. Mm -hmm. Say, I just discovered this new thing. Right, right. I'm hoping, you know, I, I, I know what's good, so I'm hoping it'll it'll help some other people. You know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, it's also just a way to vent, I guess. Carolyn Bender, thank you so much. Thank I, you for I can't me. explain to everybody what what today is, but if you live in New York, there was this insane snowstorm that lasted about two hours, and people like 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 you were saying, you were coming home from Fifty Seventh Street to to Mount Bird. It should be like like twenty five minutes at night with no traffic, and it took you five hours, and it was just insane and. Carolyn's been going from meeting to meeting to meeting. And we pushed her from yesterday to today. And then she said, let's make it 4.30 instead of 2.30. So thank you, thank you, thank you oh, so wow. much thank for doing this. And I can't I'm wait. I think the timing be. is perfect, though. The fact that the blog yeah, starts on Monday. Like, CB Lifestyles. I love it. See me believing. I got some to tell you. <laughs> That's great. Thanks, so, Carolyn. Thank you. Okay.